Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Adam. I'm here with the use. What's up, guys? Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Please hit that subscribe, like. Let us know your thoughts in the comments. Because it was a dour day to begin with, right? Use with Lionel Messi mm. obviously leaving, crying, very traumatic. But this is the Barca Breakdown. We're going to talk about FC Barcelona and a pretty good 3-0 victory against Juventus in the Joan 100%. Gamper game. And, you know, we started off the day with some unfortunate news about Frankie de Jong, Lenglet, and Aguero all having, I think, muscular injuries that might keep them out, you know, two to five weeks depending on the player. And so that was disappointing. It was cool to see Busquets out there as captain. That's a sight we're going to see a lot more use. But why don't yep. you go ahead and go into Komen's lineup in the last game before we play La Real at the Camp Nou next week in La Liga match day one. All right. So in the back, of course, we had Neto in place for Ter Stegen. And then we had Araujo, who was covering for Lenglet, Piquet, Alba, and Dest on the wings. And then the midfield, womp womp, Sergio Roberto uh, coming in for the FGA, FDJ. And then Busquets, of course. Then we had Demir kind of playing in the middle there. And then in the front, we had Griezmann, Depay, who we wanted to see, and then Braithwaite to cover that very front spot. Um, uh, use, I, I got to say, uh-huh. I don't know how... I'm going to go crazy this season if Komen keeps playing Sergio Roberto. And Sergio <laughs> Roberto is even worse as a midfielder sure. than he is as a right back, which is saying a lot. I mean, I think when I saw this lineup and I saw Sergio was in it, it seems like a lovely guy. Obviously, <laughs> been at the club a long time, and I respect him. But as a player at this point in it's time, what we see. he just doesn't seem to have it, right? I'd rather mm -hmm. see Nico Gonzalez. I'd rather see Ricky Pooch, who put in that great goal for the you know the last goal of the game. Uh, of course, Frankie de Jong and Pedri are going to be our tried and true starters throughout okay. the season. But seeing Sergio Roberto there really made me upset. How did you feel about seeing him in the lineup? I have no comment. I mean, we've talked about this ad, ad nauseum, you know, where... <laughs> he just kills. He kills the he's offense. There, yeah, he's not. Right? He doesn't, he doesn't have, do anything. He's not particularly quick. Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't have a great ability to combine with other players. He wasn't. You know, it wasn't like uh, w the worst performance I've seen Sergi ever give. But <laughs> it was just very bland. <laughs> and then I think you know one of the things. There's two things actually about Messi leaving that are going to be interesting to see in this Barcelona team. The first one is Antoine Griezmann now slots in on that right side. And you know, with Coutinho and Griezmann, we'd always had this issue where we felt like they were more comfortable up front on the right. With Messi, of course, we could never exactly make that work. However, now Griezmann's attacking from the right side. You know, he has a brilliant left foot, and so I'm excited to see him up there and see if he's able to, you know, get better shots on goal, overall create more on a side he's more comfortable with. And the second thing is, and this is something as we go into the game and, and what we saw today, it's really interesting because, you know, with Messi, it's like you're playing with two extra players on offense, but on defense, it was like we were playing with 10 men versus 11. Sure. And so, you know, today, especially from Griezmann, Depay, Braithwaite, we saw a front three that were really pressing a lot and defending a lot. And so, you know, that's not going to necessarily make up. It won't make up at all for the goals and assists <laughs> of Messi and the Magic, but it will be a new element for us to look at. And I think as we start to embrace this new Barcelona team and this new era of Barca post Messi, it will be cool to see how the team interacts differently, right? It'll be cool to see whether or not, you know, the players before had so much pressure because every game felt like, you're, you know, you need to win a trophy for Messi's legacy or you need to win, win and perform well so that you can maintain Messi's level. Now they're going to be much more free and we're going to get a lot more, you know, pressing from the offensive side. And so as we go into the game, I was wondering how the players were going to be. Were they going to be dour, sad after they had just seen that press conference? But right at the beginning, fourth minute or so, we get... Demir with a nice pass assist to Depay, who went one-on-one -on -one with the goalie and was able to score over the Juventus side. That was huge use. For sure. And, you know, we had a lot of times where we had that kind of situation, and Griezmann too in this, that 
didn't go as beautifully as Depay put it away, right? And so I'm glad to see Depay coming in and performing and scoring goals already in this preseason and in this game to win our first trophy of the 2021-22 season. Wonderful, beautiful play, and I hope he continues to do that and, and find the open space. That's the thing, too, right? Yeah. You know, without Messi, we need to essentially make up 25 to 32 sure. goals a season yeah. in La Liga, 100%. right? Just in the league. Yeah. And so, you know, if Depay... I'm curious to see, see hear what your goals are for him in terms of goals this season in La Liga. But if Depay had a really good season, he would hit 20, right? If he had, like, an amazing season, he'd hit, like, 25. And so it's going to be really critical for us to see him clinical up front in goal. And it's good to see him have this boost in these first few games and put away goals. Because, you know, we saw with Griezmann there were times in, his, in the last two years where he would have a goal drought. And you could feel every time he had a, an opportunity against a goalie one-on-one the 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 weight Pressure. of the misses before him yeah. were weighing on him and so i'm glad to see depai take these opportunities and i want to see him really start this la liga season off super hot uh you know like we were saying the assist was from yusuf demir which who had another just brilliant performance today i mean sure. overall just very good it seems like he has some creativity offensively that we really need to connect with griezmann depai um braithwaite possibly as well and so it's really really uh heartening to see that in terms of other players who were really stars in this game, I mean, you know, Braithwaite scored the second goal overall. I think you have some comments about Braithwaite uh, and, sure. and how he fits in. But he did have a nice header, put the goal in the net, and, and that's what we need from him, right? If Braithwaite is going to stay on the team and can put in to do eight that. goals a season, yeah. that would be just – I'd be over the moon. 100%. And I just have this feeling that the times we've seen Braithwaite come in – granted, he didn't get in a lot of time. He usually came in as a sub. But I felt like he didn't lack enough – or he lacked – uh, scoring ability, and I have a worry in some of these harder games coming up that he may not be able to do those same types of similar s open spots, right? He came in and scored that header off a corner kick from Depay. Beautiful run-in, beautiful positioning, found the hole. Um, great. I just don't think that is something he normally does and may be able to do continuously. You know, you, you got to assume without Messi, we're going to have less chances, which sure. means that we have to be a lot more clinical with the chances we have. Mm -hmm. And even with Messi putting up you know, great assists at the end of last season. Being clinical was the biggest issue we had at the end of, you know, uh, last La Liga season against Real Madrid, Atletico, sure. Granada, right? Some of these games, we just couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. And with Dembele hurt, who, you know, was always good for a few goals throughout the season, it's going to be important to see Braithwaite continue this on. And that's, you know, this is why we keep talking about Depay, right? It sounds like Depay, Depay, Depay hmm. a lot. It's because a lot of the load of this team even before we knew Messi was gone, it was going to have to be on Depay sure. and have to be him on like that next big signing. And it is heartening to me to see that he's you know going to take it on full force. Sure. I want to go into a little bit since the third goal was by Ricky Pooch. Boom. He and you've hated Ricky no, Pooch for a long true. time, Yus. And so I'm really people. glad to see okay. Ricky finally score okay. and hopefully convince Coleman to play. Don't listen to him. Anyway, um, he w beautiful goal, right? The pass came from Nico. He did a little turn. Uh, and just put it just great positioning in the uh, left corner, I believe. And that's something we need to see from Ricky Pooch, not just a goal scoring capabilities, but uh, just confidence on the field. And that's wonderful. I'm glad he came in and did that. Then we also, like you well, were saying, what? one interesting thing about Pooch, though, is uh -huh. that you can kind of already sense a little bit of how much more rusty he is because of the lack of playtime in the last sure. season. There were some routine passes. I feel like Ricky Pooch wasn't 
uh, Chris Bond, and part of that is because he hasn't had a lot of confidence in playtime from the coach. And so I'm hoping mm-hmm. to see him use these opportunities so that, you know, against Real Sociedad, week two, week three, week sure. four, when we're still missing Frankie, still missing Pedri, I'm hoping Ricky Pooch's name is at least the first sub, if not starting some <laughs> of these games instead of Sergio Roberto. 100%. Right. And you gotta you got to consider that Komen watching this performance has to be taking notes on this, especially after not playing him, you know, this last season. And should Pooch staying on and being confident, saying, I'm here for Barcelona. I love it. Uh, on top of that, like you were saying earlier, Demir, great performance from a young player. Then we had Nico come in, good performance. And Neto. And yes. Neto. We got to mention Neto. True, he, true. He had a lot of saves. And you MVP know, of this game. MVP of the yeah. Joan Gamper game, right? Not saying a huge amount, but, and you know, it must be said as well. We won 3 0. We had a, a, a pretty good game for Barca for this preseason. This Juventus side wasn't really firing on all cylinders, no. right? The subs didn't seem to do much. Ronaldo was pretty lackadaisical. Uh, but, you know, Neto faced, what, four shots in that first half and saved them all. And so it's good to see him get confidence as well before we yeah. see Ter Stegen, you know, come back, which won't be for another, what, four to five weeks. Uh, on the defense as well, Araujo looked really good and solid. Mm-hmm. You know, I had been thinking for a while that PK and Araujo is probably better than PK Langlet. Uh, and so I'm hoping to see him continue with his confidence. 100%. And uh, Collado that came in later on didn't have a lot of time, but I do want to say he was he was mm-hmm. very well uh, oriented on the ball in terms of being able to take it away from players and control it. That was really good. I know he didn't get a lot of time. Um, and we had, you know, it was, it was uh-huh. alleged that we were going to loan him out. Without true, Messi, true. you know, signs are pointing to the fact that Collado could stay, which might be really good for the team. Oh, and we're totally forgetting. You're right. But we're totally forgetting Emerson and uh, Baldi here. Yep. They came in and they did a great job. I'm glad that Emerson came in for Dest and seemed to be on both sides of the ball and do it really well. It was a little bit rough. He hasn't had a lot of time with the team, and so he's going to have to warm up. But, you know, at Betis last season, we saw him perform really well. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, Baldi, too. Uh, looked promising subbing in for Alba. Both of those players are going to need some time to get more acquainted to the Barca mm-hmm. style and, you know, the roles Cohen wants them to have. But overall, I'm pretty excited, Yus. I think this was a good way to turn the page. It would be really, I think, disastrous if we'd lost the first game without Messi. <laughs> um, but at least this yeah. helps the players get some confidence and realize, like, hey, there is a life after Messi. Sure. And on, on that note, right, since we're, we're having this hole in our team, um, where do you see, as of today's performance and going into the next week, really, for mm-hmm. our first game, where do you see areas we could improve on that you think are more obvious at well, this time? Well, uh, you know, I think this midfield is not good. Okay. I mean, of course, we're out without two of our three starters, and so that's going to be sure. how, how, it, how it has to be, right? I mean, Frankie mm-hmm. DeJong and Pedri are both, like, world-class players, and to have Sergio Roberto and, you know, Demir in there, um, I think he's probably plays better up front than as like a midfielder. But sure. We were playing kind of like a four-two-three-one today, so he was a little bit of a hybrid. Sure. Uh, but the midfield, right? I think once we play against Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, they have some definitely more seasoned, more experienced, and better midfielders. And so it's going to be imperative that Frankie gets back as soon as possible. Pedri takes a rest, but when he's ready, comes back and helps us in these big games. Because like we talked about uh, in our prediction video. Um, that we never put out because Messi left. <laughs> you know, the the first three weeks of October, I think we have Valencia. I think we have Atletico, Valencia, Real Madrid, something like that. And so, you know, that's still two months away. But those are huge games early on in the season. And we're going to need our midfield to be, up, uh, you know, tip-top shape for that. I think as well, 
Braithwaite, I'm not exactly sure, like you were saying, if he's clinical enough to put away opportunities. Uh, and so I'm hoping to see how Aguero does when he finally gets on the pitch. Although the news of his, you know, Four I think calf strain so. is not yeah. good. So I, I think I think offensive. I think the, the narrative is the same even before we had known Messi was leaving. Is that this team's going to be sure. okay offensively? It's just defensively we got to see how they are. Whether or not Busquets and PK, if their age and slow legs are, are going to be a big problem against faster, more pressing teams. Sure. And no, I think you know point. the last thing I want to say is that co- there was a report this summer that Coman really wants to see the midfielders score more goals, mm. and it was but good to see Pooch. At least Pooch put one in today, yeah. and you know, like we said, we're gonna have to carry that goal load that we're losing from Messi, and so hopefully, you know, I don't expect Busquets to put too many <laughs> in, but Frankie de Jong and Pedri mm-hmm. definitely could both put in four, five, six this season, and that would be huge. Hundred um, percent. Thank you guys. Yeah, I think thanks, that's guys. it. We yeah. hope you guys have a great week. We'll see you next week for the La Real yes. game at the Camp Nou. Let's go, Barca. Bye, guys.